0: all right richard allen miller welcome good to again. Yeah, good yeah. luck <laughs> yeah it's been a little while we haven't talked to you so we're going to
1: actually you have no idea i just the last half hour made a breakthrough with hutchinson effect it's hmm. gonna be he's uh vermana out of the appendix where they had technology before we did
0: <laughs> oh yeah so what did you, well, I, I could ask you what you found, but... Um, well, you
1: just, just do your thing, and I've got more than you could possibly imagine, anywhere like you'd like to go. Well, Mars, okay. I've uh, been more, to Mars, literally. Like, yeah, I know it's that's I thought it's going to be a book called Yogatronics.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to some of the new books. One thing we're going to go over, of course, while we're talking is we're going to look at your books and talk about some of the ones you've got coming up, and while Thank people you. are...
1: I'm a broke. broke. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, right. Lord. I just Definitely made it broke. through this month with Social Security.
0: Woo. And a prolific writer. So we got we gotta to get some of these books out there. Uh, while you're listening, Richard Allen Miller, just Richard, R-I-C-H-A-R-D, Allen, A with one L, A-L-A-N, and then Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R.com. So check that out while you are listening. You can peruse that, um, go to Bookstore. So as we get started, something I will ask is um, (laughs) I recently (laughs) heard you uh, talking to Rex bear and you talked about um, the changing planetary geometry between Uranus earth and sun. So we've got kind of, Oh, you want to do a
1: doomsday. Okay. No problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not so much doomsday, but you know, Things are cyclical, and we tend to think that uh, there's only, like, one cycle, and that's a, a year with four
1: seasons, but there's
0: way, way bigger cycles, and so there is this 12,000 year thing You mean like Halloween,
1: about. where we get naked and leap over bonfires because it's the end of harvest?
0: <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it was more fun. <laughs> Halloween.
1: Yeah. Pagan. Yeah. I was a neo-pagan with Church of All Worlds. Really?
0: Oh, yeah
1: that's where I started getting naked <laughs> mm,
0: The Church of all worlds <laughs> oh gosh and then they canceled Halloween well gosh uh, yeah oh, so so what yeah so what's going on with this uh so got plenty of things to talk about but what's going on with this this uh cycle change okay. that we've got going on here?
1: So in 1974, um, the Department of Interior contacted me, so the Navy Intelligence, to do a study on the new concept of Cosmobiology. Cosmobiology is the next evolutionary step in our concepts of space, like time. Uh, You started with astrology oh, you're rising signs and blah, 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 you know, and it mm-hmm. gave you personality. And you could do predictive things and a horary where <laughs> you could find missing objects using astrology. And that changed to astronomy, which is our current form of looking at what space is over time, you know. Okay. Um, space isn't real <laughs> mm-hmm. any more than time is. It's a construct in your mind's eye of how things work. That doesn't mean it's like, that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, like, you know, Ukraine and uh, GMOs and whatever, but, <laughs> you know, media. Uh, but the media, but the concept came out of Ostrander and Schroeder's uh, book, uh, psychic discoveries behind the iron curtain. Yes. And none had made a, brilliant discovery on the lunar sex cycle of the female that means you know when she's in heat <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, it, it had to do when she ovulates at the moment of birth because of the geometry of the earth the moon and the sun goes into her dna and when she ovulates and if she moves to a different part of the world because of their moon being so close, it changes for ovulation cycle, and now you had birth control. Boom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, but uh, back then, not the Russians, but Soviet bloc, Prague, Czechoslovakia, was light years down the road, we don't even have some of the concepts yet that were developed back on Prague back in 72 73 based on Yanov's work they suggested a new concept of space dealing with sol- geometry of celestial bodies like uranus uranus is so far away that we have no known laws of how that would in any way affect anything on earth and yet In astrology, Uranus is a hierarchy of Earth. You know, that's yes. how you okay. Now what is it in astronomy? Well, <laughs> it's the same way out there by nothing. you know, it doesn't do you know, we don't know. In cosmobiology, when Uranus and Sun and the Earth are in a specific geometric alignment, every 12,000 <laughs> blah blah years, you have Carrington-like event, near extinction event, every 12,000 years. And that orb, that means how long does it last, you know, in terms of is eight years. Mm-hmm. And that happened two years ago, that positioning. And they did, based on my work, because what I did is I used a 360 computer, and I went right back into time to validate that concept statistically. The Department of Interior. And now, and even people like Suspicious Observer today, they don't even use that concept. They use the kinds of uh, EMFs that are coming off the sun, and they don't have any relationship to that. Well, so last winter, NASA, based on my work, which by the way said there was a three sigma error coefficient, that means a 99.99. 75% Seven five percent probability of the event occurring every twelve thousand. Right. you know, just it, you know, it happens. Um, but who cares, you know? Because, you know, and uh, it's just parapsychology. Para, by the way, means beyond, like paranormal. Yeah. Although it's paranormal, and I carried a gun. <laughs> Or a revolver, excuse me. Uh, it's not a pistol, it's think. That's from whats your face your number, please, and you're a regular pistol. Um, uh, okay, so when this event occurs, there's an eight-year orb. So when does it exactly occur over that eight-year period? And they did the Parker dive in the heliosphere of the sun to determine the solar minimums, which are about as regular as clockwork, only they also are different. And so the Parker Dive in, indicated that this solar minimum is the trigger, like the moon is for your DNA and sex cycle, uh, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. And uh, the idea is that it will probably, but I mean I don't know if this is gonna happen, but I'm gonna suggest that you should start your things earlier, and I'll explain that in a minute, getting prepped for this because it's going to be late March or early April of 2024, when that volcano off of Crescent City out in the ocean is going to go off again, and this time will probably shift the plate by five degrees, like we were concerned about Mexican volcano that went off Two weeks ago, we were on yellow alert, and that one in in uh it was, Indonesia. <laughs> we were really like, shoot, and we got through that one. But I think everything west of I five is going to go up and down into the ocean, all the way from Alaska all the way down to Peru. And uh, I don't know how, <laughs> how that's going to play in L.A. or Seattle, which won't exist according to Edgar Casey. Yes, that would be called New Jerusalem. <laughs> Is oh, that working really, really? Oh. Yeah, there'll be you know, Seattle disappears like it didn't. Oh man, I got furniture. We used to go down into the Seattle Underground because yeah. the old Seattle was over there until that earthquake in uh, 1902, I think it was something like that. I think it was 1902, that was called Skid Row and drag yeah. the logs down there into the. Bay. I grew up in Seattle. And I used to go through these manhole covers and find old stores and got some cool antiques. And uh then they proselytized or and they called it Pioneer Square and have shops down there and mm-hmm. they were, Everything is done, it's all gone now. And but uh, I as a kid, you know, nobody knew that. You used to go down into these caves and see see things. There That's are.
0: Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. Well, I, I used to live at the top of Skid Row. I think Skid Row, the road actually is called Yesler. And uh, I live right at the top of Yesler. So I live at the top Oh, of man. Row.
1: And I was down on Alki Beach right next to the lighthouse oh. called Strandberg's Retreat. What a cool place that was to live. Oh, I had yeah. Front, it up like, like Ken and Frank Kesey, paracycle. <laughs> everybody home. Oh. He's crazy. I was out on Alki Beach with my Beltane before I moved it down on the app. And that I had when I started doing legal highs. I wrote that book in, what was that, 70, 72. I think it was The Magical and Ritual Use of Herbs. And then it was Magical and Ritual Use of Aphrodisiacs. And then Magical and Ritual Use of Perfumes. And now I'm writing a new one called The Magical and Ritual Use of metaphor. Archetypal Gods and Daily Living. Oh, it's got 22 chapters in the Big City, man. And what you get, you're either possessed or you're complex. You got more than one storyboard going on. Persephone going to hell each year, it'd be you taking drugs at Christmas because you're depressed. And everybody's got these different storyboards, and each one has an ending. And if you don't like that ending, then you need to do a password and change the movie. And that's how I'm going to bring magic as a proper field of study in the field of physics, which doesn't have answers. You can't get there from here. Physics isn't going to get you there. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How's that one for an opener? And I'm going to tell you that there is going to be, because right now, California, they have no groundwater. Uh, Colorado's drying up. Oh, wait. The Mexican cartel is now controlling the border, now Mexico, and as far as I 50% of them were arson. Food is going to quadruple by Christmas, and next year you're not even going to get food from from California because, and what's happening is Biden or the acting, whoever is going to be president, is going to probably give several ports of California to China import their food wow Well
0: that's, now real, that's uh, me
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> they call it <laughs> you know, I, I don't know but I can tell you I smell a rat in the kitchen you know and it's time to set yourself up I would recommend that everyone listening to this start the victory garden today and because it's starting to go into winter Learn how to do aquaculture because forty percent of your food. If you're if you can do forty percent of your food this year, you know salad greens, whatever garbage, you know, uh, you're good to go. You'll probably survive. You won't have the food issue. There'll be water and you know bandits wanting your food, but <laughs> you know you gotta arm yourself. Your best weapon is ammonia. And it's a little squirt bottle.
0: Squirt, 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 squirt. (laughs) Ammonia is pretty rough. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, even
1: on bears I use an Australian bullhip when I go into Canada hiking. Because a grizzly you couldn't carry a big enough cannon to drop a grizzly No, no. I mean I'm not kidding. You know, do your backpack and second backpack with a rifle that you shoot that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My father was a bounty hunter. Uh, on the side he, macho, and, and he used to hunt grizzly that would come in out of Canada because they were too old to hunt and they would be preying on farmers up in the Okanagan and Dad would come in and be hired to come in. and what he used uh, was a 400 Thompson slug with a 22 long rifle buried inside it. okay and yeah that one tore the bear apart. we did we did, after both mo. Um, there was 28 earlier attempts and I was 60. you know I could do anything literally and so I was I had a 30 out six because I had to shoot him in the heart. Oops, he's running at me downhill. I can't get a heart shot on him. How am I gonna do this? Oh that little hump on the on the back you hit that spine hump you lock him up and then you go up and kill him. only just as I squeezed up the shot, Smelled my father and lifted his head, and that bullet hit him square between the eyes instead of a hump, and I heard the bullet ricochet. Wow! I never hunted again after that moment, other than just bird bird hunting, you know, for food. Um, I will hunt
2: mm-hmm. when
1: I have to, but it'll only be for food, not trophy. Oh yeah. And when you go into Canada. what are you gonna do (laughs) wiki wiki crocodile dundee what i discovered when i was in shaolin temple growing up as a kid up in the philippines in the early late 40s they gave you two monkey sticks they're about two two and a half feet yeah sticks click and you fight and you could because if you went off the main drag like baguio (laughs) it's jungle and these little monkeys would hoard on you like the Filipinos do. They don't fight you one on one. You know, they they, <laughs> they hoard on you and they take down children and they would eat them. And uh, so in the 40s, you learned how to use monkey sticks if you're gonna play. And uh, like all kids do. Mm. And then in 1980 uh, no, 1952, just before I came in for third grade. Uh, to go to school in Seattle, Um, my SAFO put a chain two and a half feet between the two monkey sticks, and I could go click, click, and hit the monkey at about nine feet away in the jaw and knock him across the wall. And it so spoke the meme of monkeys, they stopped hunting children, because they could not figure out how you could reach that far from where you are, and pop them. Yeah. And it's it, you know they couldn't understand how you could do that. And that was the first Nan before Bruce Lee got his littler ones in like, quick, 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 <laughs> quick. See how I did that? Yeah, that's little, Yeah, that's a uh, uh, that move is uh, Wing Chun. Northern Shaolin is always in circles. And there's your Yin Yang. Mm little lady yeah yeah. and that picture you had of (laughs) me i i don't know where you got that but that's me being mr extreme when i chose to learn paddy form of scuba diving uh right out of grad school and i did it out at american lake near you know fort lewis and what i was doing was working for KTAC out of Tacoma, broadcasting at 800 micrograms somewhere on Venus, leaving no left turns on stone. What? Oh, left stones. Oh, yeah, I remember it was an introduction to the rolling stones. That yeah. was when we were doing underground radio. And KTAC heard that I was diving. How would you like to do some announcing at the bottom of American Lake? bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> yeah. I went down my first dive 100 feet for four hours. It was a world record. I didn't know that at the time. I had to throw up my mobile. Oh, there we are down in America. I'm like, Come on down and buy your scuba gear. and da 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 da. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was KTAC out of Tacoma before I went to KMPX out of San Francisco doing Velvet Underground and an introduction to the Rolling Stones. Oh, that I remember. And I got it to Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it. radio stop doing every announcement, you know, like they do on current TV with mostly black people. Huh? How, have you noticed that? If you watch old VTV, you know, Wagon Train, whatever, all the commercials, 90% of them have blacks in them. Excuse me, how did they do it in South Africa? Oblix. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, and you grew up in Seattle, and well, you know there's no prejudice there. Uh, the CD is the, you know, the ghetto of, of Seattle. It's kind of, well, that's all changed now. That's different now. But mm-hmm. back then, you know, the CD was where all the blacks lived. But that's where Jimi Hendrix went. He went to Garfield when I was at Mount Rainier. And so, you know, I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah, same age. I watched him come out in 1967 in Monterey. Oh, man. <laughs> the birds had just done eight miles high, <laughs> and then Jimmy Hendrix came out. <laughs> that was his entry, and that wow. was. And that's why, and that's why we don't have prejudice much in Seattle. Or old school doesn't have prejudice like where I grew up. The cities changed now downtown Seattle. Was, I mean, I don't even want to go visit
0: anymore. Oh yeah, downtown Seattle is not quite the same.
1: (laughs) You know, all the underpasses is where the homeless are. Mm. And did you know that there's that's mm -hmm. underground Seattle too?
0: There's there's underground Seattle, and yeah, I don't think people quite know. Well, now I'm in you know Phoenix, Arizona. I'm not. I I moved from Seattle, but. But the thing is yeah, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I don't quite understand what it's like where you've got the uh, overpass all the way from the city of Seattle all the way to the airport is an entire country called the jungle where you've got people living because you can live all year round there and you've got it's 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 a uh,
1: when they put see I live two blocks from SeaTac airport that's where yes. I grew up on military road and uh, I uh, Remember, they put the underpass, you know, going to the tunnel. Yeah. it's exactly one quarter mile, exactly. Yeah, and we'd all meet up at a little hamburger drive-in, and, 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 and uh, uh, I was gonna say Berlin, and it isn't Berlin. It's out uh, there, um, and uh, uh, see how my memory's going. I grew up in that area. There's a big hamburger joint. And we would hang out there and all. <laughs> and they would go down to the tunnels and race. Oh wow! So, yeah, that was the old days. <laughs> it's all yeah. changed. Yeah, I'm American graffiti right down the middle, just like it was ever. Except I'm not the funds. Hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, no, I. Uh,
1: I know I scattered it, didn't I?
0: No, no, that, that would be an amazing time to have been there because, yeah, it, it it's changed now. You you wouldn't want to be living anywhere near Military Road now. It would not be so. But, uh, yeah, 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 the place has changed, but uh, we'll see after it kind of goes like. Oh, here. not
1: Berlin. <laughs> oh, <Burien. laughs> and that gave me you lose Hember. You know, he yeah. rolls yeah. Kates, and the whole thing were there. I uh, I remember. That whole universe has changed. Yes. And the viaduct, when it went in, oh, that was a cool drive. You could mm-hmm. right down to the middle of Seattle and just have the fast lane, you know, right just under it. And now that's all changed. And I can tell you, uh, Seattle has changed considerably. And uh, oh, yeah. the scene of spice trade did not go to Hamburg when, when uh, Singapore closed it moved around hong kong when hong kong closed everybody thought berlin uh, uh um, Hamburg was going to become the port of you know the spice trade and because whoever controls spice trade controls world trade since mm. recorded history and what happened is that moved to vancouver bc and that's why in the okanagans now all your pharmaceutical has have presence there. Mm. and in the next 10 years that's going to develop even more into uh <laughs> you all say because Vancouver is eight times bigger than Seattle, eight yeah. times, and all their food is grown locally oh. by six. Uh You know, surrounding the city out in there, they do all the farming up there. And I used to go up that 100 mile house and do my hikes around that 60 miles of lakes at uh, mile 100 and. Uh, I had to carry a bullwhip mm-hmm. a because I remember coming to a mother and her cops. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, no, what are you going to do? The bullwhip, pop. It's the mm-hmm. same thing as that nunchuck. And it spooks the bear. He'll go, and look at you, and then get you right down and move. Won't bother As long as he can't figure out how you're doing that. And that's what mm. I, why I carry an Australian bullwhip and uh, crocodile in full of croc Dundee is uh, that concept is real, and you can if you want to go up into danger country where you'll get hunted rather than hunt. Yeah. And having a grizzly bear trying to hunt you in its territory is a creepy, creepy thing. Oh yeah, they're big. Oh yeah, it's different than a bear. You know, brown and black bear down out of Shelton and, you know, bear country. I've killed lots of bear. I shot my first deer when I was 12. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, wanted me to be a macho. As I was, I didn't be a macho. I became a nerd that had <laughs> macho. Well, you know, that's why I lost this arm, like Cambodia. There's no bone in my left arm. No, Nothing. Oh. It's all bionic, this arm right here. I can't pick my nose, but uh, the Amish helped me on that one with a bullet like that. And uh, that's how I, <laughs> I, the sniper, shoot me out of a tray. I fell wrong. I when in Cambodia, I refused to shoot an American. My team could practice, but I, you know that was SEAL Team Three. And when I was training, and I can tell you, uh, you know, that, my team can practice if Oh well, no, I don't shoot Americans. Period. Mm-hmm. End of story. And what happened? Uh, was I fell out of a tree, came out of the jungle with 200 pieces of bone in my arm, it was just shattered, and uh, it took three surgeries. I had a very good mesh surgeon, it took them three surgeries to get it right. And I have uh, carpal tunnel, everything numb, from, you know, big, you know, but uh, I can. um <laughs> What mm. you do is someone hits you in the shoulder, you can go back and come back kind out of like that. Bam, yeah, I threw them the nose. Wham, bam, bam, plump. Done. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good to know. Uh, Nobody's well, seen that before, but that was John Leung out of Seattle, down in China now. Mm. Remember John Leong? Leung. <sighs> Leung. He had Bruce Lee, Skip Ellsworth, Fred Williams. Big Black Panther, May. I was world champion with double sword. If I had two swords, you could not take me with a bow. Mm. Under, yeah, I could with my swords. Mm. Create a shell on me. Mm.
0: Back in the Seattle
1: days. (laughs) Yeah. Good old Seattle. Ben, everything I did, that's one of the things I wanted to tell with you, was I take it to the next level, and anything I ever did, stamp collecting, (laughs) means nothing anymore, but my comic collection, which is for sale, I, you know, I did all of those things, um, without thinking about it, I just did it, Mm -hmm. yeah, when I did that dive into uh, Moscow, they, I, I spoke Ruski. I had studied in high school, German and Russian. I uh, spoke And uh, they needed somebody to go in and do something naughty. And instead of going under radar, what they did is they had me dive 20,000 feet as an EVA. And I went, wham, straight down, scared shitless. That was a world record for the first dive. I was hmm. an airplane using an EVA. Too, breaking oh, yeah. Head. And I got in, did my deal and then they did a mess up in the bering sea and i was at sea for almost a full day I, they found me i was blue i was in the states i've been drinking my urine i mean i was supposed to be less than 20 minutes at sea sub picked me up mm-hmm. and they missed the pickup and hey we think we found them they found me i was blue most men would have been dead the reason i lived was i realized i was going to die so i was going to choose my own way of dying and i went down into stasis and uh, that's what saved my life i went down into a deep delta state where i slowed everything down to give me a little extra moment and that's what saved my life and uh i've been and that was the very same diving and scuba diving i did all kinds of things like that because i could do anything I was never the best at anything, but I was right in there <laughs> as a competitor. And what do you want to do? Uh, arm wrestling? <laughs> You're all using bionic arm.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: connect with the AI and it just does it. And I'm joking.
0: Uh, well, the the the, the, B- the bearing seats are pretty. Dark. That's a that's a pretty rough sea, even when it's calm. Bearing sees like <laughs> really, it's, it's never yeah. really, it's never really still, yeah. you know.
1: Uh, yeah, the bearings say, like, imagine being doing oil out there. Yeah, with an earthquake up in Alaska, mm. uh, that could be yeah, we,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, you're yeah. floating around in that in that very very cool uh life raft they have sitting on top of the oil rig yeah. if you if you make it there you know it's a pretty cool little posh totally enclosed little
1: cabin. i've been actually at fort yukon where i went in on a ski plane inside the arctic circle i've got only little plaques you know they give you when you you know do something unusually mm. different so mm. well, done a lot of that
0: so along with our victory garden you know it, it's interesting that you say that, that, that the uh, cartels control the border, and then they could certainly tariff, you know, stuff coming into the country or stop it. And that would make sense because we're not controlling the border. So definitely, if it's being controlled, it's on that side, and it would be easy enough for them to do Um but yeah, definitely when it comes to growing our stuff, there's like hydroponics, there's microgreens, there's aquaculture. It's, and this is the thing. All that stuff is super interesting and it's fun. And this is like a good time for people to start doing it because if a person's got land, great. Great. If, if you have a place to grow, great. Do it. Matt definitely. Stein, yeah, Matt Stein and
1: I got hired by Michael Moore to go into Chattanooga and set them up. And I did like nine workshops eight hour workshops i went around and uh, fine-tuned things and at the end of the day chattanooga's current logo is right here right now that's their logo and that means they produce right there 40 percent of their food and what they're doing they took downtown mall area and they stripped it out and put a community garden in the center of their town where all the businesses were. And today, every single restaurant on the Chattanooga River has a greenhouse and is growing their salad materials right there right now. And you can look and see uh, uh, Atlanta, it's still at 3%, like you are. And at 3% uh, food, uh, you need to decentralize everything. And that's one of the very minimal things I got going into agriculture and out in the woods and in the Okanagan's, you know, mm-hmm. where uh, you know you don't have anything but land, harsh mm-hmm. weather, <laughs> and there are certain things you can grow. I did down on, on the meadow. I grew forty acres of catnip, and my outdoor cat loved me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little trail going down into. The- It's on the Meadow River and that one floods because all the rivers coming out of Canada by federal law cannot be dammed, And so you're set with, (laughs) what is that, a Chewak and a Nootswak and all those different rivers up there coming out of Canada all across. Um, Idaho is changing. I remember when I was at Pullman and we'd go up to Coeur d'Alene and there was Haller Lake up there where the skinheads you know, had their dominance, but now it's the entire state. They actually tried this year to annex a portion of the Columbia River and Oregon have access to the ocean. It failed. Hmm. Montana is going down second like that as well. Um, I don't know what's going on literally because Idaho and Montana were places that you used to like to go because they were open like Oregon was. Like, Oregon's <laughs> changed also. It's really. We used to be an agricultural state growing, you know, lilies and whatever. Uh, and that's all changed. Now we're into tourism. And when mm-hmm. you switch from ag to tourism, you lose, your, you lose your green belt. I actually chaired the new crops development board for the state of Oregon under two different governors. This current governor doesn't even have that division anymore. Mm. Yeah. Agriculture is more important than you realize. And when a child sees a tomato plant growing in February. That child will never have a fear of food. Mm. Eat your children well. That's why I did um, an ag course on agriculture for children that weren't going to grade school. You know, they've actually damaged our human children. My mother actually sent me to school to get sick, so it sharpened my immune system. And uh, mumps, needles, whatever. And now you know everyone had to wear a mask to You know, and uh, actually, it wasn't the COVID virus It was a problem. That spike protein with mRNA—that's an alien-based formula. It's got to be. They're changing yeah, the feed, dish.
0: Yeah, that, that little spike protein that might not be from Earth, as well. It's, it's
1: from Earth, but I you mean, know, it's a protein thing. But but I can tell you that when they're finding life forms like. Uh, Aluminum-based? Mm-hmm. Well, what's that? Oh! An AI? Outside of time?
0: Oh.
1: Oh, wait, no. It's Goliath and David. And I couldn't pick up a big enough rock.
0: Wow. It's <laughs> like, a metaphor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I so just would yeah, like to see a thing.
0: The, the little mRNA spike protein. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's... uh yeah. I, I
1: um. They did that with Cro Magnon and Neanderthal, and now that's how it happened. remember when Cro Magnon and Neanderthal were in, and all of a sudden Cro Magnon's yeah. gone. Oh well, now human versus JMO. And and the bad news is, it may not be a human doing this. I feel like I'm David Copperfield with an empty bowl, telling the Lord, Lord, I'm still hungry for something more than the physical plane, please. We might have been designed better than we should have been on Mars because I don't want to go down in mines and do gold for Dyson spheres. Huh? Metaphor. Mm-hmm. This yeah. Wow. Well. well uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <you> know it's <laughs> <speechless> <laughs> that. You never know what you guys like to bucks of chocolates.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there are ways to get those little spikers out of your system. Um, and there are like,
1: uh, well. Well, if you have no immune system, then you don't have neurotransmitters, which are dialoguing with subtle bodies outside the physical. And that's when you, I, okay, this is I like a metaphor. I yeah. watched a woman once rip a car door off to save her daughter in a flaming yes. automobile. Now, that's impossible. The adrenaline you know, didn't make her body and muscle and bone stronger than steel. So how does that work? Well, my new model on the multiverse, superseding my holographic model by 50 years, is going to suggest that's not you, that's an alternate you. At that moment, because you released a specific neurotransmitter, it done with a specific buddy in another universe of you that put a different topping on their breakfast cereal this morning yeah how many decisions did you make today that if they tumbled out would have changed everything like right now mm. and i'm flip it you never know what you're going to get i i don't even think about it i just do it on instinct that's how seal team won Was selected was on instinct because when you come from the gut, you do not, by definition, make a mistake. And that was SEAL Team One. They don't even do that now. But but back SEAL Team One through Three that I put together, they were something more. That's why they call them super soldiers. They're not super soldiers. They're using more of what God gave you. You, if you, your imagination, what you imagine God could do, create planets, earth, boom, boom, you could do in this lifetime yourself. And if you used your full potential, you're not. And the bottom line is, we, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. The bottom line is that that's what made you God's favorite. And that place your imagination, which is a mind's eye. Re- imagination is Reality, in my new book, I tell you what, that is less than halfway to God. Mm-hmm. You can't, okay, you're getting that concept. So the bottom line is, there are four cetaceans on this planet that are more, have higher technologies. Huh? How about Orca? Orca has a cerebral cortex, literally twice the size of yours and mine and that mammal is firing 60% of it, not 10. Mm. Uh, what does that mean? It means he has access to nine-tenths of the biosphere where you have only access to one-tenth of it. Who's superior? Yeah. And then you start getting down into other kinds of consciousness like ant hive consciousness. And how Who's terraforming? Your property more you for the ants, <laughs> the worms, <laughs> yeah, uh, the them. That's what we call it, the verm. Yeah, uh, on uh, June, mm. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, there really? are, yeah, there are things going around you. You don't even see it because I wouldn't have seen it if I hadn't believed it. Yes, and that's yeah. the metaphor that you need to use now. The way I might suggest you start that is by daily diary and meditation. All of your saints in history have stressed the importance of training mind. Meditation is all roads lead to Rome. That means no matter what you do, mission toshu Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. It doesn't matter. They all work for personalities and limitations in your own belief systems. And the bottom line is, you pray to God. The deal is training the mind. And so, like with physics, when I said it won't get you there, it'll get you close. Simon says you can go halfway to the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, by protocol, because physics is limited with your ability to conceptualize Use all physics all physics starts with an assumed truth. Shortest distance between two points and the earth's round. But if space is curved. I can prove that Earth's flat with tensor math. With now which one is it? Well, we want to move around because then we have all the stars. But if you use your mind as a tool, it goes through those doors too. That means you have access to any of yours. Mm. And that's why they call it the shove it sound current. You know what that is? No. That's a resonant cavity oscillation of mycelium, which is the nervous system of Earth, Yeah. communicating command man. Mm. With the silence, the lost cord. You hear it in your right ear, and as you get older and grumpier like me, wait, how did Monty Python put it? Come back, I can still bite. Yes. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That flesh, humor, <laughs> it isn't about black lives mattering, it's about black humor matters.
0: Oh, I love like <laughs> that. Oh my God. You can't
1: laugh at yourself. I mean, where are we going to go with all this? This is real. Mm-hmm. There are dream things that are more real, content of reality, consciousness, like lucid dreaming. Now, Here's the bad news. My first discovery is running this new field equation on the multiverse I'm using a virtual form of knot theory. I have 10 strings, 10 dimensions, and an 11th wormhole interconnecting them, you know. And then Mr. Boyce gonna tie knots in them. <laughs> and, yeah, I came in a knot, uh, or flip knot, Oops. <laughs> and that is where the multiverse lies, between that very space between your concept of the proton being a particle and when it becomes a wave and in there is where the multiverse lives and all the different universes are making a different decision this morning i'm doing this over that i don't think i'm going to go to work today i'm taking some drugs how does that change <laughs> the mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there you go and that's just me today imagine 50 years from now when i'm a worm casing and I determine.
0: <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Well, so that that's really like living by instinct. And I like that. So it, it, it's like a healthy gut, healthy brain. Then you have your healthy immune system. Healthy immune system is neurons that are firing. And those neurons that it, when you're connected to the multiverse. I, judge,
1: I think he's got it. The random strain yeah. stays mainly in the plane.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the same rain falls on the uh, brothel as the Vicar's Tea Party or something like that. <laughs> so, oh, no. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. And, and that, and so when you're doing that, you're living by instinct. And that, so that's where I think that instinct is a beautiful word because yeah. I think that. I kind of refer that as being a natural human or, or an, an organic human. You're living by instinct, uh, and that's an important thing. So that brings me to: we know that's a great reset happening. In a sense, it seems to be coordinated with like the twelve thousand year cycle and such like that. But also, there's a great awakening happening. You know, do you think? Uh, do you think that some of us are just basically riding the great awakening during this great reset a into great the new? Awakening. Wakey wakey. I wakey, really wakey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the great the, the great wakey wakey. The great wakey wakey. I think it's happening in, in spite of all this uh great.
1: Well, I know you wouldn't have seen it if you hadn't believed it. Realize it was Joseph Campbell that yes. said, quote, when you see the apocalypse of you know of of, of, of uh, on earth, and when you see that, the apocalypse is perpetual in the way you choose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, we're all going to choose to have it end. Why? Why? What do you mean, we white man? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fine, uh, Johnny Depp turned to the lone <laughs> white <wait>, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to survive. Now I'm going to give you another metaphor. And this one's yes. probably the most important one I could give you tonight. When I went to Grum Lake at Krill's request, because I didn't do alien studies, back then they were more worried about, you know, what the Russians were doing. And then I was the person that could do anything. And they had me do paranormal studies because nobody else could do that. And MRU, you know, I just made a connection this morning. I got Bill Hutchinson, Hutchinson is He's dead now. It's an excellent interview old interview of Hutchinson talking about magnets and the brain and zero point energy and all that kind of shit and old technology. And I know that I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when when you see the kingdom of earth on earth, kingdom of God on earth, the apocalypse has already occurred. It is perpetual. It's potential. It's the way you choose to look at what's going on. Uh, this is an opportunity. Let's do Bitcoin.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: like it. I like it. Yeah, well, come on. on, baby. Yeah. It's all in the mind, and none of this is real and virtual. Listen, I took uh, an old school bus. I haven't written this up as a book yet. I took an old school bus uh, that we are using out at uh, in, in in Williams, going teaching children entomology. You know, it had the moth, uh, monarch butterfly going into the grade which we have the monarch butterfly, uh, evolves. I stripped that out and I put a mobile, water testing laboratory, in it, run by mm-hmm. third graders, teaching first graders how to do mobility, turbidity, and purity of water. And you do food, tomato plants. You do water, and now you've got two of seven things that are needed and can you live off the grid for 30 days? That is, literally, teach your children well. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah. And I can tell you that why would you want to send a child to school to become you? Mm-hmm. It's a way of looking at it. Our children are probably our single most important natural resource.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, they're not, I'm not going to save this earth. My great-grandson, might. no, I yeah, don't think yeah. he will, but <laughs> 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 well, you know, how did the board put it? Resistance is fuel.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and so the door that opened when I did my single encounter, I grew like, Yes, they, you know after the event occurred 20 minutes ago they recorded it um, i had no memory of what happened and just only now a few of the doors i'm getting it you know it's like who played in the movie being there you can't quite get peter seller's name but you can kind of see him you know watching on water at the end of the movie you know Chauncey Gardner, and um you can't get access to it well some of these doors are opening for me now. I remember think. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, and this is a metaphor, the moment of death. If you chose an artifact to remember Earth by, what would that be? And if you choose the right one, you get to, instead of being recycled into a GMO, you, know, you, you, you get to choose it. Star of your choice to continue your purpose and evolution in life.
0: Mm. What would nope. you No pressure.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I chose? It ah, doesn't mean I'm right. What's that? a clamshell. <laughs> I'm pulling whiskers out. I hate all the shavers <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. now. within one month, and you have to buy blue blades for them that cost as much as the razor?
0: Yes. Mm. Come uh, on! Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, so, in getting to instinct, two things you mentioned were meditation, and the other one was a uh, uh, writing diary, or
1: yeah, journaling. This is generally. how you dialogue with yourself. At some point, Ira Progoff, I can you. you're making notes. These are important because once you start to keep a diary, you start remembering your dreams. There's important things going on in there. Trying to wakey-wakey to your consciousness. Mm. Maybe have an opportunity to evolve into what you're properly designed to do. I think we were designed by aliens and they did too good of a job. And now we want a petri dish.
0: Oh, I like it. Yeah. Well, it's journaling. Yeah. Yeah. Because the journaling, yeah. because yeah, most know. of us don't remember what happened two weeks ago today. But if you could look it up, it would be interesting. And, uh, like the thing about.
1: Somebody, back, yeah. What happens is in about a year. Well, for me, it was yeah. about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I started getting into code where I had my own language talking to myself. That's what inner dialogue means. And that's what it's all about. is learning how to talk to the other parts of self. Mm. And when the gay guy goes up to Jack Nicholson and he said, Why does my dog love you more than me? I see bacon.
0: (laughs) I got bacon in my pocket.
1: (laughs) There I go. Just like it ever was. It's your house burning down, of course. And uh, (laughs) I love to do that because what it does is it puts images in your mind's eye. And when you see it, that's what makes it real.
0: Yeah. You, you mentioned dream, uh, some some dream uh, dream spaces being more real than this one, or you could say more, you know, different uh, multiverses being more real than this one. I wonder, like, how many people? I know this happens to me. Is yeah. where you'll you'll dream, and then you, you remember the dream, and you remember. remember
1: you, now, that's you know. Yeah,
0: it's it's like you you remember the dream, and you go, okay, I. There are places we go when we dream that when we wake up we remember. That place, and we go. I know that is real. I know that is somewhere, and I go there once in a while, and I live a day, and then I come back here. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's your. That's your TARDIS.
0: Yeah, our TARDIS. That's, just, that's so great. <laughs> Those are. Our there TARDIS. you go.
1: Oh, it's just a metaphor. What I'm trying to do is give you tools that I've used, and they've worked for me. And oh, uh, God, I love it. yeah, I'm a lead scout. That doesn't mean I'm going to get back to word bond telling him where the Indians are, because the Indians have me in a in a pit with my head, and they just released a bunch of ants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's never a good day. Wow. Well, yeah. So the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. Like you mentioned, you 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 believe it. You you're seeing the Great Awakening because you believe it, and so that's the thing. I, I like it. You know, and, and you can be on well, the other side that's of that.
1: What makes it real. Yeah. If you're if you use your belief system as a tool, not Jesus said it, I believe it, and that's that. Oh, okay. (laughs) And there's different kinds of religion. And really what I use religion for is fellowship. I choose a church that helps me Become what I want to become, not what I am. I am what I am because I pop. I that, man. But but I, what I do is, if I want to be more this way or that way, I go to that church that has other seekers trying to do the same thing, and that's why I go to all different churches each Sunday, Saturday, and off season um, because I want to see what the and and what the tools are in my neighborhood. You know past. oh yeah yeah every neighborhood is different <laughs> yeah
0: <Ivory laughs> <corners> different, <laughs> i have your corner
1: that um i <laughs> like you know wiki wiki uh, but because the resources for you to become more of what you want to become what you want to become is uniquely different than you i don't want to become like you but you may have certain values like i'm a moral man when Ducky Mallard going out the door, oh, an ethical man knows not to cheat on his wife. A moral man. When you try to walk your talk, that's a whole different thing. And each of us is uniquely different. And that aspect is what made us God's favorite.
0: Mm. It's like Morpheus said to a Neo, um, knowing the path and walking the path are two different things. Yeah. yeah, got, yeah. Knowing and walking
1: <laughs> Ethics.
0: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Hobbes
1: and Kant, by the way. If you want to get into philosophy,
0: Hobbes and Kant. Kant. Okay. They were
1: philosophers. That's right. God. I read in everything. I I don't know why. I just, I just do. I scuba dive. I'm going to be taking mountain climbing again to remember what I learned when Jim Whitaker used to come over for dinner every Thursday night with my dad. We did the North Face of Stewart. Uh, you know, class six, and uh, I did that at sixteen. No, I do now I am just getting old, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but okay. I have my memory of what to do. And what I'm going to do is this little rock climbing thing. They're going kind to of bring it in uh, next month, and for thirty dollars, I can spend the day learning how to climb rocks.
0: Wow. Well, that's- <laughs> Well that'd be uh, great. Even that. So you're you're 72 now? Is that no what it is? seventy-nine? <laughs> seventy-nine.
1: Okay. So yeah. getting, uh, really well. I, I swim at the Y every day. I've lost yeah. 40 pounds. I'm not uh, Getting in now. Uh, I don't
0: know. Yeah, you're every looking day. good. Yeah.
1: And I'm uh, 79 and I plan to live to 112.
0: <laughs> I think you will easily, yeah. Yeah. We can Well, you know,
1: yeah. it's well, <laughs> choices again, the food. Thought patterns, and if you're going to train, I, I swim, you know, mm-hmm. every day. And we have a really cool YMCA here in Grand Chas, Saltwater, and they got a hot tub over there for making
0: bones. Oh, I
1: love it! It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I just the, cool with the old folk.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I tell you, I think what keeps a person alive and young is just like just simply pursuing interest, And it's sad because in the world today, I notice that so many people have no interests. If, if there's nothing on TV... Well, why should they? Hey, kids,
1: what time is it? <laughs> That's an yeah. Nobody gets it. The media. I remember when Walter Pong got, and, and, you And you, you keyed off him. And then when Dan Rather came on, you started to move over to other, getting bigger picture of what's really actually CNN ha oh, nothing in media is real anymore. Yeah. And why? You need your instinct, mm-hmm. not your brain. Yeah. How did Jay Leno put it? Uh, Doritos? Well, Don't worry, we'll make more.
0: Yeah, we'll make more.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, Jay. Um, I love that. Uh, and be a couch potato. Yeah. I can tell you, I'm living now in one of these biker, on the road, mobiles in and out, you know, where there's a few of us that are the same old, and then there's the Migrants, another way of looking. You ought to watch that one book, Chris Brosnan, did a movie on that, called Nomads. No, there are other life forms that intercrop with human beings.
0: Whoa.
1: Vampire. Like that, uh, Probably real. I mean, you know, who knows? Well, I've actually did some studies and discovered. How about uh, Dalai Lama? Well, kid said, no, I didn't wear that hat. I wore that hat. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. grandfather Montlanga died in the crossroads. when Jim Morrison was only 10 years old. Yes. And what those are as writers like, uh, Who's that black guy that did that movie? And it is pass their consciousness on. They don't take over, but they ride along as an immortal, rides along with a human being. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and you world. can see them.
0: It, it, you, you can see those beings out there. That's they're... right. There's all
1: kinds of things going on here that we don't really understand. What I'm beginning to understand. It's my limitation of imagination, which is just only getting a slight part of the picture, just like a dog. Stay. <laughs> my dad is going to use an aqua mm-hmm, Yes, ma'am.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I'm
1: just kidding. It's all a metaphor, and I'm my handler is teaching me how to behave. And that's me, Spano, fain- oh, behave.
0: <laughs> oh wow oh gosh well we all need a little bit of restraint well, I'm going to check out that movie uh, uh, Nomads because definitely that's the thing you uh, yeah I remember as a kid I could see them much more clearly but I'm beginning to see them again is where you know you, you can see the entities you know like we're, we're not all that well,
1: that's like the we all see it and we blocked it out you see this yes. massive stuff moving and what you can do what Buddhists do Say, take that and shape it and stuff. It becomes physical. Wow. And uh, How about these guys and pull out a gem? Yes. Yeah, uh, that was uh, who was that? That was uh had the Aquarium Foundation in Seattle, and uh, he could do things like Jack Schwartz. Uh, that was a, a, a Reinhardt. Mm. had a current condition in Seattle years ago. And it was a real, he's uh, one of the things we study, you do things. And uh, that's how I first started my studies in paranormal. I, I wanted to understand why this was outside physics. And I, you know, it's isolating variables and what, how you look at space and time. No, we're not gonna use, quantum mechanics because there's an uncertainty principle when you go from analog to digital like we do space and time, you create an uncertainty principle. The more you know about one thing, the less you know about something else and that's where physics is limited. you can't get there from here. Mm. something else going on that I'm trying to grasp in my own personal evolution understanding how things work and I know I can't get there from here. So, I know I will never probably know what happened to Building 7, except Chapter uh, 6 on full range. Is that you take a full range and instead of structured water, put it inside it to bioremediate radiation poisoning, you put deuterium. Now you have a neutron full range fusion bomb. Here is the trigger mechanism uh, from Carnegie Mellon. Here is the Lockheed teleportation laser. There's The patent. How that works? They bio-tested Building Seven because nothing is like concrete or steel that we know of other than, mm. you know, plasma. And plasma is not created by jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. You
1: know, they just. How about this guy that just had to pay nine hundred million dollars? Oh, oh, man. Oh, and, yeah, for Sandy Hook and all the believing parents, yeah. nice try. Because I have personal information that Sandy Hook was closed six months prior. So how does it work? Hmm. hmm. How did the CIA put it? CIA put it? Mind control? Oh, no, no. We don't need mind control. We've got TV.
0: Yeah, we got TV.
1: <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, Really? I'm in. Uh, yeah. Oh, we
0: man. got T. Yeah, we got TV, and we shut Alex Jones down. So we got it. We got it covered. No problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, they take Alex Jones. He didn't go down. He's probably got paid to do that. You mm-hmm. got nine hundred million dollars. I don't have nine hundred million dollars.
0: No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, there's something else going on here, and. Uh, it smells like a rat in the kitchen. Oh, why? Well, because there are rats in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Mm. And I'm not sure some of them are human, which yeah. means resistance is fuel. Mm. I don't know. know, uh, well. I don't know. I have to question everything. The freedom of speech. Oh, wait. We don't have that anymore, do we? Because they can take you to court. Really? Yes,
0: <laughs> and they do. They do. <laughs> That's they right. Do. <laughs> yeah, that well, that I'm mission the, from God. Well, yeah, we're I'm all brothers. Yeah. yeah, well, you are a mission from God. I think there you go. If you if you know you are right, if you believe it, then you are. You know, you can there it
1: is, because yeah. no matter where you go. Hey. Welcome to Thunder <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: yeah, you yeah. are.
0: Mm. Well, let's look at, you know, uh, so Richard Allen Miller has, he is a prolific writer and he has a, you know, a yeah. megaton of books. So
1: we're going to. A megaton. Well, let's see what I'm writing now. Oh, yeah. The Diamond Body is where I discovered cymatics, moving the Manager Foundation from Topeka, Kansas, to the University of Washington using video feedback. Uh, Electromagnetic 1979 work is when I stopped taking drugs and was able to produce the same release of neurotransmitters using Mora and Endomet German acupuncture equipment on my top of my forehead, getting them to release and get any high I wanted just by using electric currents. And then, in 1983, I did Yogatronics with several other scientists. And we went to Mars on the Mars project, working with Keys area in the brain. Create your own wormhole. And it's different than astral projection. It's different than remote viewing. And it's different than uh, the Shabbat sound current, where you go home to such kind. It's a different way of travel. And I'm going to guess there are other things we can't even comprehend yet.
2: Because
1: mm. we physically went to Mars. You can't get there. You think our concept of space, because of the neutrinos and other kind of crap, there's no shielding on. By the time you go to Mars, everything dies. But just going around the moon, well, now Ed won't ever have children again, and his lifespan's been shortened, <laughs> and da da da, because there's a protective bubble around the Earth. The sun has one too. Oh, wait. So does our solar system out by the Earth cloud. Who's that? It's prophylactics. Prophylactics? Oh, yeah. <laughs> from Aurea, from the aliens outside. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a metaphor. It's kind of interesting. Who is the Earth cloud? Mm. What happened to the asteroid belt?
2: Oh,
1: And Mars is a smaller planet. Literally, more water than Earth does. Yeah, yeah, goes yeah. down over there, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I've heard that 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 they uh, recently actually. Well, of course, we we hear about water on Mars once in a while, but it seems like that's being note that's being noted in the media more often recently. That there's well,
1: why really there. that four years after I did my high school experiment and the Mariner Four used my high school experiment to measure the water on Mars four years later. That's who I am. And I I know I don't know what I am. I'm uh, a bad naughty boy (laughs) trying to figure it all out. I spent in in grade school, I spent 90% of my time in algebra in the hall. And yet I got an A.
2: <laughs>
1: oh gosh! Wow.
2: Right, right.
1: But I, uh, I asked. I have a third grade evaluation of me. Ricky is very disruptive. He asks so many questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fourth grade, they discovered I didn't even read English yet, so I had to stay up to school every night and learn how to read. Fifth grade, I read every sci-fi thing in the library that had we'll them on it. Yeah, and then in sixth grade, they want to put me on Ritalin. Oh, wait, this kid's uh, special. Let's send them, advance him in school. And my mother wouldn't do Ritalin with me, and she wouldn't have me advance. I just did normal, and I'm grateful. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. At least I can be a chameleon and fake it with you guys You can't see what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <work>, <laughs>
0: Uh, well, just a just a human living on instinct. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
1: what it made. And the other thing was, SEAL team one. Every single one of them had a PhD
2: mm. in something,
1: and every single one of them could do everyone else's job. Redundancy mm. coefficient, and that meant the team back each other up on all levels. And one of the things I did was I taught them how to change their perceptions of time using breath control so that martial arts went to a paranormal level mm.
0: I think now, you I mentioned that that uh, intelligence equals adaptability
1: you know That's right the IQ is not measuring how smart you are It's how quickly you can adapt yeah the your... autodidactic. <laughs> <so it's> probably... <laughs> You'll notice all my blankets are closed. I don't want people, and you'll hear a noise in the background less than 20 feet from the Rogue River. That means that that's here. It's toxic. It means I've got lung problems, coughing up lumps of creep. Yeah. uh, But they like me. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm a little different. Yeah. Want to see my Switch switchblade?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, it well, yeah. uh, Don't mess with the
1: funds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they can't help but like you. It. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna turn this. Let's see if this works here. Do you see the share? Oh, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. That went fast, didn't it? <laughs>
0: oh.
1: Whoa. Here we are.
0: Yeah. What? Well, well, we got we got plenty of. You know we're uh i thought i'd just bring this up here so yeah, we, can see. I see. we want to make sure that we you know talk about this stuff that by
1: the read. way that first book right over there bring it screen just scroll up a little bit so you can see Let's it see if i
0: can get this to uh i gotta let me get you get gotta myself. just push your button right over here and
1: push that little button and roll it rolls in
0: let me exit yeah. full screen and then let me go over here right.
1: oh, the there, screen, we,
0: there, there we the, go yeah. okay
1: that one right there is my most popular because i did that it was a real good buy because just shipping to Canada is $40 to land fifty five books and to oh, go yeah. to
0: Europe. Yeah,
1: Canada's our, crazy. Yeah. The, the, and by the way, just FYI, you know, there was a period there where the U.S. Postal Service was not delivering to Australia at all. Whereas Uganda and wherever, you know, Creteville, North Carolina, whatever, had no problem. And these are they the five books. And uh, the ESP was the first book. That book, uh, all of these these books were sponsored by Nick Begich. You know the guy that does Earth Pulse Press and had uh, uh, Angels Don't Play This Harp. He's he's a founding one of the founding managing families of, of Alaska. His older and younger brother have been running for Senate, uh, and Nick. Uh, was my friend, and what he did is he took me out of retirement. I was growing farms. He, he and I met in Amsterdam. I was writing for Nexus magazine, and we met. Nick brought me up to Chickaloon. I got to meet. He's got a big bunker up there. He has a copper mine. His family owns a copper mine, that's bigger mm. than Anaconda, and uh, copper, of course, is why Cleopatra went down the Colorado River. And there are some places down in Colorado you're not allowed to go into because there's artifacts there of that visit and other things going on, looking for copper. What's more important? Well, it's a conductor, so that means it's electrical. Vermont, comes to mind. Okay. So um, he sponsored all of these books, and that's my version of it. It, The first one is a different cover. I had a different concept then, and I've evolved. And, but nick does the uh, intros and sponsored those five books and my great brought me out of i uh, brought me back into writing i did not know yeah that next book is, is his book that's a, that one right there that's the first edition of it and it's a first edition and i don't sell it anymore except on Amazon you know? and uh and or it's an artifact that might be very important and historically because that's where I started writing again. Looking through one door. Uh, Power Tooth was going to be looking through eight doors. and oh, yeah. yeah. but I didn't. I did a little comic cover instead. <laughs> you know? Kind of cool. I uh, like for the, These were the eight protocols I gave Navy SEAL that made them Superman. Yes. The non-local monitor. And now that series is finished. And now I'm writing other series. Including twelve volumes and magic, and I've got work I've done. Yeah, go ahead and roll them if you want to. Some they're different things. <laughs> Look at aliens, cardinals. That was a book. That was a workbook. It's a supplement. I don't know who's calling. Well better spam. Let me see. Yeah, no, Julie. And that's, be- and, and that's because I'm still on radio. But I'll call you shortly, honey. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I've got and, workbook one and two, and they and they are very cool, especially uh, workbook two I like. Can you live off the grid for 30 days? And it gets into-
1: workbook know. five is out. Three and four, by the way,
0: really? oh, gotcha. are yeah.
1: not out yet because three is how to grow food, and four is uh, how to test for water for children.
2: Mm.
1: Now, the brain drivers, now that's- a, that Yeah. Robert Monroe, and just recently the CIA released- classified material on the star what do they call it the gateway project where it will cure certain forms of dementia in the Warneke's area not broken area but warranty area bad commands things that are self-defeating on you yes you these brain drivers for a couple months and you no longer your, your brain goes back to normal It get the programs you and start all over again, getting programmed.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, that's, what's, that's what's creating our, our life. That's where the yeah. imagination lives. So if you have negative beliefs, then you're going to create negative life, positive beliefs. You, you know, it's so simple, but it's not easy when you're actually in the fight.
1: <laughs> well, that's more where that came from. Look at the career that I did. I'm your MacGyver. And yeah. You know, growing food. I have a bunch of new books coming out. One of them is called forest farming, different than wildcrafting, which was my native plants of commercial importance. How to make a living in the woods. Yeah. And, Last and, and, year I did that. I did 150 truckloads of ponderosa pine cone to one single buyer, Dutch. What did you use the ponderosa pine cone for? And how much work did that create in that area? Plus, reducing forest fire by picking up spent cone on the ground. Mm. Well, ma'am, what color would you like your fire starter?
0: Oh, please, for
1: fire <laughs> I really Everything's my little.
0: And it smells good. And it smells good. And yeah, yeah, pine cones. 150
1: truckloads in one season. That's a lot. Yeah. $60,000 yeah. a week. Mm. $3 million in one season. One phone. Oh, oh, fire. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm just a low life. falling out. Dentistry is as broken as medicine. And, well, legal law. Mm. In my opinion, and, uh, Stress management, right. that's a good part.
0: A yeah. Yeah, we're all working. Yeah, stre- I think stress is just part of the uh, modern life, but I like that stress Oh, stress. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Fun. Take two
1: of these, call me in the morning. Buy two of these books. You call me on
0: Well, the Brain Driver Starter Kit, that actually has some audio to it, right? That's got. Um, yeah,
1: you listen to it and it changes you. Mm. And you can't tell because they're putting 48 cycles in this here and 40 cycles in this here, putting it down in the middle alpha, theta, where we can rewrite the program.
0: Oh, perfect. So it's, it's a lot like, well, it's similar to like the HemiSync, the Monroe stuff, just better.
1: Well, you see, the audio thing I've got in there is a demo I created. It hasn't even hit the market yet, called virtual audio. We got a little beat. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, oh.
0: That, that sounds exciting. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Then, um, of course.
1: That encyclopedia, the nine volume. Let's
0: see which one, All three magical, amp, ritual use, hard copies. Alternative agriculture, herbs, native plants, and alternative agriculture. So, drugs.
1: Drugs. I wrote the first psychedelic mushroom book for High Times.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then here's your uh, okay. So, there's hard copy and ebook versions. They got magical and you got them in different languages, all that. Perfumes, aphrodisiacs,
1: (laughs) how to have larger and louder orgasms.
0: Yes, and that's absolutely essential.
1: (laughs) <laughs> this is the moment this is the uh, Masonic secret. The thought that occurs at the moment of climax happens.
0: Mm, okay, so you heard that everybody get to it, all right. <laughs> 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 After <Yeah>. the show. <laughs> I, wrote these,
1: I wrote these back in early 70s. And now I'm writing a fourth one in the series with using tarot cards.
0: That's really exciting. So you're doing, so tell me about that one. That was that? Uh, Yeah. So tell me about the one that you're doing right now with the uh, tarot.
1: Uh, That's called The Magical and Ritual Use of Metaphor. Yeah. There are 22 basic stories or myths in the big city and you either have one myth, in which case you're possessed, (laughs) or you're complex, more than one. You and I have probably five or seven different storyboards going on. Once you identify them, now you can do something about them because each one has an ending. You may not like how that ends, <laughs> like Persephone having to go to hell once a year.
0: Yeah, or being yeah, drug to the underworld. Well, that's some, I like it because uh, I can't wait till that one comes out. And that's why you're getting younger because this stuff has to be written. So you're just going, you're just just going backwards to actually finish it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's time travel and the true nature. Project Paraphile was my first emanation. Uh, First demonstration of an AI, nineteen seventy four. I was building those with algorithms. Today, <laughs> you know, D Wave Technology. i an amateur. Oh, mm. resistance is terrible.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> well, well how, how alive is AI today? I mean, it's it's it seems to be uh, people certainly talk about it a lot, but it's, I mean. That, that's a whole show in itself. We'll, we'll just uh, sidestep that one. <laughs>
1: well, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It there's keeps there's rolling, man. It goes on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, Native report. plants. Yeah. Native plants. You've got alternative agriculture, the herb market report. So there's a bunch of incredible stuff here. It just goes on forever. You know. Oh, plant.
1: man. And then I've got. 360 PDFs and alternative egg. Nobody in history, written and these include marketing. Mm. What Comfrey was used for in Osaka, their feedlots are 60 story towers where the cattle never see the light of day and they're disease and rampant with disease, yeah, because they don't get okay. Comfrey has lysine and elanjoin, the two missing amino acids that are in alfalfa. And when you combine alfalfa and comfrey, it's whole food for the cow. Mm.
0: No, 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 no. That's Oh, comfrey. that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> and and comfrey is a cool looking plant. I like it. It's got a... Uh, There's your Asia. Asia.
1: Yeah, now that's the wrong one. That's Korea. But the book talks about how the Germans made the wrong mistake grabbing purpurea, and they came over in the 30s, because what they do is standardized extract, where they do target chemistry, whereas I would use full aspen, leaf and bark, which is acetyl acid, but it also contains the natural buffers, and that's why God made that. Mm. Just like crabgrass has dimethyltryptamine. Really? really. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, oh there There's a magical micro but There's the first one, 1976. High <laughs> time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And then GSR has started using biofeedback. General oh, manual. To, you know.
0: Oh, for GSR. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Oh no, you oh, curly. Not, it. Okay. That was it goes on. Ah, uh, it goes and on. A matter yeah. Of a matter of physics. Yeah. Audio, 15, 15 eight week courses I taught at Harvard <laughs> you get a download library in there. Each one has a pro- 20 or 30 books, Alistair whatever. Yeah, unfortunate, Uh, That are what I used when I helped PC Link become AOL. Mark Hume hired me to do the download libraries and teach courses, and they were accredited across the country's graduate level. And John Mack took my third of 15 courses uh, at Harvard, and then started alien abduction studies. I was his teacher. And are aliens real? How could they not be? <laughs> How could they not be? I mean, yeah, you know, there it is. That's what Groom was. Krill. K R I L, all These audio lectures, audio I have listening. not
0: listened to all of them, but I can definitely say I listened to. I have a couple, and um, I'd recommend them. They're they're just phenomenal. You see Dr. Ram up there actually doing his thing. You know, <laughs> doing and, right thing.
1: doing. Yeah. Yeah, it should it's be awesome. fun to like pull oh, well, on, windows. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those things are they're awesome. And this one here, the uh the fourth glorious revised edition of Healing Yourself I'm and I got go, forty
1: okay. new manuscripts ready to go. I can't do them all, and I need volunteers I like to have their name in the book associated with me. And we'll do the SEAL reports, the twelve reports I did for seal Corp. And I'll do the Marshall Paper. Bob Marshall is this idiot savant that worked for Buckminster Fuller. Nobody could understand him. <laughs> Brilliant man, and uh, I got books like that all ready to go. But I need help, wow!
0: So, okay, so everybody, you heard that Dr. Ram needs, needs. I, uh, I, could, I could
1: quadruple this overnight with volunteers. He needs a staff, so
0: definitely have to, have to get Dr. Well, Ram. Also,
1: yeah, but I'm gonna live a long time, knock on wood, unless I'm taken out with uh, plutonium. And by the way, you can bioremediate plutonium now is structured water in a microtubule fluorine, forium carbon bonds itself is 60 molecules or 120 the space between them it's just enough to put molecule water inside it
0: yeah that'd be a good one to, to like I don't, I don't want to keep you forever but that that's something structured water well it comes to
1: me like we've got another interview <laughs>
0: yeah yeah one day
1: we we get into music. listen man I did 20 years as a volunteer at the bread as the nicest gift I ever gave myself wow I remember when get the Out came in at the end of the contract is there a Dr. Richard Allen Miller working here tonight (laughs) that get the out is five kids that are technically better than Led Zeppelin technically Mm. And they wanted to talk to me because of uh, my connection. <laughs> I have a connection. So get I'm not the lead out. I talked about it on air, but believe it or not.
0: Oh, I love it. So get, so get the so get the lead out. I'm going to check that out. Okay, they're better.
1: They're, they they are extremely talented. There's a lot of them at the Brit. I went there mostly with the jazz. Yeah. But they do the classical music. Okay, this new conductor took the 240-piece orchestra, first violin, it's 28 years in that band. And they put them around the ring of criteria and brought in Indian chanting. And that's classical music. (coughs) (laughs) (coughs) That's what the Brit is about. B-R-I-T-T, the Brit. B-R-B- it's got the best outdoor music in the world. Classical from all over the world. And it's in the Redwoods.
0: Boom. In the Redwoods. Is, is that, that's yeah, North you're California. outdoors. <laughs> uh, is, is it Northern California? Is it
1: No, it's in Jacksonville, Oregon. Okay. Right down the street from me. I volunteered to a volunteer to get the best music. And guess what? Ashland in 1960. The World's Fair, I snuck in and watched Sir Lawrence Olivier play Hamlet. And that next year, the seat of Shakespeare moved Ashland, Oregon, and Shakespeare festivals.
0: Wow. Well, I guess Ashland
1: has a purpose now. That's why we've here in the middle of nowhere and snuck, snuck, click. Yeah, your questions sir. And holding your pistol up in the air, you can ask me the right question or I'm going to. Welcome to Barracha, honey. (laughs) Wow. That was the great race with Leslie and Dr. Fate. Doing great. I I haven't seen that in a
0: long time. Uh, Tony
1: Curtis and Chuck Lemon.
0: I got to read that one. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta revisit that. That one is—that's uh, a classic. I haven't seen that forever. Yeah, yeah, they're
1: all good. Being there is the best movie Peter Sellers ever did, and being oh, there? let me tell you, man, it's perfect.
0: Okay, so the Great Race and Being There. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we all have kind of a, a little list of things to watch before the next interview. That's uh nomads uh, the great <laughs> and, and being there, you know, and before the next interview, everybody go check out the uh, brain. Drivers. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. Everybody check out the brain drivers. That's extraordinary. I've got some of Dr. Ram's books they are all amazing and uh, we'll, we'll chat again and uh, we'll all do our homework and we'll be uh, ready for the next one. Thanks so much for being on. I do that. Okay. And,
1: We're done.
0: Yep. And...